What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of F is on your chest with your girl Shay J. Yep. How y'all doing? They alright. How you know? What <laughs> <laughs> the answer? How you doing? I'm good, how you? I'm Gooch. I'm here. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about bullying and suicide with our babies. No. Much needed topic, man. Yeah. So I hope y'all ready to tune in. And before we get all the way in it, yeah. we're gonna kick this thing off with a little Joey Badass for my people. It's for my people. Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So hard to survive a world so lethal. Who would take a stand and be our hero? For my people, yeah. It's for my people. Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So hard to survive, but we're so lethal. Who would take a stand and be our hero? Uh, now all heroes don't wear capes. And all villains don't get away. But all limits eventually fade. I don't wanna be good, nigga. I'm tryna be great. It's hard when your back's against the wall. And if you got it order, keep your feet up on the floor. So I thank the Lord when I wake up in the morn. Cause to and from the word of every reason I was born. You can see the power when the mic is in my palm. When I storm across the room, hit the stage and perform. What is born? Don't be alone. Don't let me have to sign the horn and drop a bomb. Wanna give my mama a crib, well and long Something that my future kids can run upon So I always do my best to carry on Life is like a game of chess, to be a pawn, my it's nigga my people So one day I was on Twitter and I was scrolling And you know sometimes Twitter be dropping knowledge mm-hmm. And I saw a post that was basically like Nearly 50% of the emotions that we're feeling aren't ours They are inherited from our parents and others During our childhood imprinting so basically, we got to deal with our personal emotions, demons, feelings, mm-hmm. along with anybody that's connected to us and we're there during that time of our life. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. And I seen on Black Fire's page that things that we deal with, like depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts tendencies some of those things could not be what we're dealing with but something that was passed down from generation through generation through generation so it's not necessarily like you said your battle you're just dealing with it exactly so how did you learn to overcome things like that I'm still learning, honestly, and this is sort of new to me, realizing that I'm not just carrying my own load, mm-hmm. and go ahead. Does it make more sense knowing your family's background, meaning your parents and your grandparents, learning their backgrounds, does it make a lot, a lot more sense to why you wake up some days feeling the way you feel? A lot of the times it does because my family does have a history. Like, I just know tads and bits of it, Mm -hmm. but the part that I know makes sense to me. 
I could see that. Learning that my family has history with mental health, that kind of made me realize and understand, understand where my trouble comes from. It's heavy on both sides of the family. My grandma, my, my dad's side, and my mom's side. Right. And that's that's scary. It's almost like the high blood pressure thing. I it was it was no way for me to to avoid that because it came from all four of my grandparents, every last one of them. And my dad didn't develop high blood pressure until later in life. But my mom always had it. All of my aunts, my uncles. There's not one person in my family that doesn't speak about blood pressure, diabetes, some type of some type of dis-ease. Mm-hmm. As a kid, once I learned manifestation and when I developed OCD after my cousin died, I I learned more about it and more in depth and got more into like seeing how there could be a chemical imbalance in the brain and how you can pretty much reverse the imbalance with meditation and pretty much combating your thoughts and reversing the things that you feel is wrong. Right. And also like your gut and what you eat and all that type of stuff, what you consume on TV and everything else plays a big role Mm -hmm. in your decision making. Decision making, feelings, mm-hmm. emotions. But anyway, let's uh let's talk about these kids and the fact that in my opinion they feel alone. I feel like some people are alone. Some people might have got there mission complete and feel like they're done some people are struggling with wanting acceptance and being bullied into just not want to be here anymore Mm -hmm. I feel like our babies are really being bullied because kids are literally telling other kids to go kill themselves yeah and I feel like that is why majority of these kids are doing it because everybody's not depressed. Right. But when you go to school every single day and somebody's picking on you and telling you to kill yourself, that forms depression. Right. That creates depression in in the happiest kid's life. For instance, me. Remembering myself as a child, I was always happy. Always laughing, always doing something foolish, just just being a fool, just having fun, being a kid. And my issues with myself didn't start until people started pointing things out. Oh, you got acne. You look like a boy. Why you wear a do-rag? Bitch, I got braids and I don't want them to be messed up. Right. And my mama keep telling me that the bandana is messing my hair up. So the satin do-rag is going to have to do. Yeah, I remember going to school when I first moved back to my hometown and my mom's a hairstylist. So if I got my hair a perm or whatever, I always got an edge up. 
them people joked on me so bad. Ah, you got a haircut like a boy. You got an edge up. I ran home like, mama, I don't want no more edge ups no more. Like, I never want to edge up again. Because, like, they tease me all day long. And I'm just sitting here like, I just like my neck cleaned up. Right. Because if, if you did have kitchens all on the back of your neck, what would have happened? They would have talked about my hair growing all down my back. Exactly. So there's no, there's it's a lose-lose. My thing with this generation isn't the children. It's the disconnect from the parents. And to, because today's parents, they make it hard for you to correct their child when their child becomes out of line. They make it super, super hard for you to say, hey, stop that. Uh-uh, don't say nothing to my right. child. They're not allowing the village exactly. to raise a child anymore. They're breaking down the village. And if you sending your kids to these schools and you're thinking that these teachers are going to step in and discipline your child the correct way, you're a fucking fool. Because they learned that shit first from you. From they learned you. it from home. It's not the it's not teacher's jobs to raise your kids. Exactly. It's not their jobs to teach your kids discipline. It's, your, it's the teacher's jobs to teach them lessons that they need to know and to implement the discipline and everything just to let them know, hey, you can't do that, you know? It's not the teacher's job to raise your kids and make them listen. And then, if teachers say something to their kids, they feel a way about it. They yeah, ready to go tear up the school. They ready to show up at the school clowning. And, and hence, this is why your child shows up everywhere clowning. Don't, don't know how to communicate their problems. And these are the nine times out of ten, those are the kids that turn into bullies. Because all, all you do is get yelled at at home. Mm-hmm. All you do is get told that you just like somebody that really ain't even in your life. Yeah. Or you get told that you just going to grow up to be like this person that's not in your life. Constantly being compared to somebody else. Exactly. And, and instead of you showing your child how to conduct themselves appropriately when they step out into this world, a.k.a. school. All kids are doing is going to school and mimicking the behavior that they see in the house. Right. Because it was like this video of this little taller girl. She probably was in daycare or hair start or something like that. And she was knocking bookshelves over, everything over. And I was like, she learned that at home. Yeah, I seen that video. I seen that video. And all the teacher could do was just record it. Because if you don't get your goddamn ass. You know, you know like, like, for real. Back in the day, I know... <laughs> we could get a spanking or popped or took to the bathroom because our mom was hey grandma grandma worked at the school do y'all hear me <laughs> grandma was at the school it wasn't no acting up and that's how my nephews were with my grandma right with their great grandma my nephews grandma right at the school with them at the whole school who acting up not me grandma i'm trying to play sick <laughs> so i can go home early i just threw up <laughs> But like I said, man, the, the parents, the issues with y'all, because these kids are doing what they see. Monkey see, monkey do. You talk about them at home or, or, or you sitting around and you talking about people on Facebook while she wore that wig, while she got them tight pants on. Your child is learning that behavior. So when they go to school and they see something that looks different from them, why you got them loose pants on? Why you got this on? Why your pants tight? My daddy said real men don't wear skinny jeans. 
cut all that out in front of your kids because they're real deal going to school and doing it to other people's children. What the fuck happens to staying in a child's place? Girl, these kids ain't got no place no more. We could not even be in the same room around the grown folks when they was having the conversation. Okay. We couldn't pick up on none of that shit. Now these kids got 25-year-old girlfriends. Where my little boyfriend at? If... A grown man called his best friend and said, where my little girlfriend at? Y'all would have a whole fit. Stop sexualizing these kids so young. And they they don't even need to be knowing about who gay, who not. I had to tell a little boy yesterday in my barbering chair, please, please do not go to school and pick on anybody because they're they're different than you. If you a manly little boy and you see somebody who's showing female tendencies, who cares? Is he hurting you? Yeah, I agree that if a kid is showing more feminine energy than the masculine kid, then I don't see like it's harming anybody. Why do you have to say anything? Exactly. Why are you picking on him or her? Shit, we already gay. We already, you know, like invisible and get backlash when we're not invisible it's nothing but negativity and it's even people in the lgbt community be like i know it's wrong that i'm this way you yeah. know like they're what fuck that like you happy be you do your thing stop picking on somebody and like just being around people and them being inconsiderate and not thinking about who's in the room around them they'll slip up and say something super homophobic Mm -hmm. and i just be like the fuck i'm sitting right here yeah i remember you telling me about a couple of encounters with your co-workers doing that bullshit yeah and that's not okay. Who cares if they listen? Y'all need to know that that shit is not okay. Because whether somebody is gay or not, what we eat don't make you shit. And it's not your business anyway. Because, I mean, we ain't bumping cats or anything. So, they ain't bumping cats with you. And I feel like just mind your business and stop making people feel uncomfortable. Because you never know who's in the room with you. You have to be mindful. And that's a that's a practice that everybody should partake in. Mindfulness, it's a peaceful it's a peaceful state of mind. When you when you consider others before you take a step, before you speak, before you before you do anything that could possibly make somebody feel uneasy, uncomfortable. Who the fuck cares? Who cares? Because it's not like I'm coming on to you. Because just like in the straight world, there's ugly and there's fine. And that shit applies in the gay world. Just because you got a cat and two titties don't mean Amanda wants you. Does not mean nobody wants your motherfucking ass. You might be cute, but that don't mean I want you. Okay. Stop acting like your shit don't stink. And for the people who are feeling low-key gay... And you think the best way to make yourself not gay is to pick on gay people? Stop that. If you don't want to live in your truth, cool. But don't bother somebody else because they're walking in their truth. I was watching somebody live today and I seen somebody on there as a guest. And they had this weak ass coming like talking about Nigel. And I'm just like, chill. What did they say? Just making jokes about how he killed himself or where he killed himself. And I'm just sitting here like, 
this boy struggled. This is why people are out here killing their fucking self because y'all think everything is a fucking joke. Y'all always try to be the fucking man or woman or the funny person. And y'all fucking joking, being inconsiderate about people's feelings. And like, just be fucking mindful. Basically, being mindful. Good think before you. you speak. What? Keep going. Think before you speak. Think before you comment on a post. I don't give a fuck. Don't comment no throw up emoji on nobody post don't fucking say you don't 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 make a passive aggressive compliment don't compliment them and take it back because mm-hmm. you just never know you just never know how that person's day going you just never know what they struggling with and what they going through yeah because it could be that that last comment you left under their post could be the trigger and now somebody in there popping a, a handful of pills or doing god knows what because the stupid ass shit that you didn't really mean but you said it anyway if you don't mean it, stop saying this shit. And then when somebody get on your ass, oh, I was just playing. You was not playing. There, There's a lot of truth in these jokes. A whole lot of truth behind these jokes that people fucking make. And it's fucking old. It's old as fuck, for real. The, I just, look, the little girl from Birmingham, I don't even remember which one it is now. It's either Maddie. Maddie. Yeah, yeah, Madison. Yeah, from Birmingham. Yeah. Okay, so the little girl Madison, the little nine-year-old girl Maddie from um, Birmingham. Don't y'all know that her mom was getting ready to take her to Chick-fil-A to just spend some mother and daughter time. This lady calling her daughter's name. Come on, Maddie. We finna get ready to go. This woman walks into the room and find her child hanging in the closet. And I'm finna take you out to eat Chick-fil-A and get ice cream because you've been doing so good. And then you come in the room to find your child deceased. Then the little boy, Philip, he telling people he being picked on. He's sitting in the office waiting to speak to somebody, but y'all ain't got time to talk to him. Y'all not taking it serious. The fucking principal in Huntsville so close to where we fucking from you know what i'm saying gonna say that these people don't have any mental illnesses they're too young they're just kids what the fuck do you mean kids have ill mental illnesses too all day long y'all so quick to slap that fucking adhd label on them what was even the par- the purpose of him saying that you don't know what people are dealing with nobody knows what the truth behind nigel smile Exactly. And a lot of shit is hidden behind smiles because everybody, a lot of people think that I've always had it all the way together. People just look at me as I just had it together. And that's why today I made a post on Instagram being transparent because I've been that kid. I can't help that I had sensitive skin and I just used to have dry patches randomly Mm -hmm. pop up. But I used to get picked on at school. I would not, I would always wear pullovers. I would be told that I'm fat. I would be told that this, that, and the third. But like, it was harsh. And it was like, I was at a predominantly white school, whatever. And... My hair is too short. I'm bald headed. My forehead big. Just as I'm in the motherfucking fourth grade being told, just as you'll be fine if you lost by 20 pounds. Who the fuck tells a fucking fourth grader that? You and know? how the fuck you even know to tell somebody, somebody some bullshit like that? Girl, blew the fuck out of me. And I just remember, like I said, going home after school. I remember shit, summer before ninth grade. You think I ate? 
the whole summer I was in that fucking, I was on the computer doing graphic designs, eating chips here and there just to, just to, just to be fine for school. Not even fine, but just to have people not fucking pick on me. Well, that's what I'm saying. You right. gotta be fine for these motherfuckers for them not to pick on you. Come I knew you was comfortable with how you were, but people make us uncomfortable. We don't know there's a problem until you point it out because, hey, me personally, I thought I looked fucking good this morning when I walked out these doors. You know? I didn't know I was ugly until you told me. I didn't know I looked like a boy until you told me. Exactly. I didn't know my husky jeans bothered you until you exactly. fucking told me, nigga. Like, why does it fucking bother you, though? What okay. fuck? People, whatever y'all doing with these kids, and I've seen it firsthand, bro. I've seen people in my family treat their kids away, and then their kids go to school. And treat other people that way. And be terrible. Ten times worse. Ten times worse, because you ain't talking to adults. We can combat certain things. You're talking to a child, an impressionable kid. The same way you got that impression, you finna leave a different type of impression on your classmate, on your peers. Stop talking about people. Who cares if her little ponytail ain't big as yours? We're all different. We all different. And then some people are sensitive and some people are not sensitive. So you can't treat everybody hard. You you might treat your best friend hard. They your best friend for a reason. Y'all have something in common. You feel me? Like something mm-hmm. together that, that y'all get along y'all be best friends. But little Susie over here might not be as strong-willed as you. Exactly. She might be softer. But that's completely okay. You have to treat people according to how people need to be treated. I agree. You have to treat people accordingly. And especially the way you want to be treated. The same people who do all this bullying, they can't take what they dish out. No. Soon as you crack back, they ready to square up. They ready to fight, cry, tell. A lot of the times it's still. Because I remember I used to get the courage sometimes to, you know, say say something back. I'm not confrontational at all. So I'm the type that, hey, leave me alone before you push me. And I remember I was being bullied on the playground. And people always called me bad when I was younger because I went to jail. Mm-hmm. But this motherfucking girl would not stop throwing rocks at me on the playground. She just kept throwing rocks. like, mm-hmm. And I was like, please stop throwing rocks at me. Who the fuck asked somebody to please stop throwing rocks? Right. Because I know me and I know my temper. Right. And I'm asking you nicely, not even for myself, but for your motherfucking ass. Right. She did not stop throwing rocks at me. And I told her calmly, I said, bet, I got some for your ass after school. At this point, I'm tired of her picking with me. Because mm-hmm. she thinks she bad because everybody else scared of you. I'm not scared of you, period. Right. I'm quiet. But hit the right button. So, we got the fight. And we went to jail. And, of course, I was the one in shackles and handcuffs. But it's fucked up because she's she was the one that was bullying me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had to pay the price for exploding and beating that ass. She don't know what the fuck I be dealing with. What the fuck I was dealing with. I don't need you to come fucking bully me. So, what are some ways that you think people can stop bullying? One, be mindful. I feel like I can't express that enough when it comes to bullying. Or not even bullying. Because you might be bullying and not even be aware of it. Mm Mm-hmm. It might be a toxic trait of yours just to always be the negative Nancy 
and trying to step over somebody and dim their light. Treat people how you want to be treated. Like, for real. I know that's, like, cliche, but... That's true. That is true. Because what you don't want done to you, don't do it to somebody else. And we slip up a lot and do that Mm -hmm. as people. And it'll take the right person not even checking you on no BS, but just letting you know, hey, that ain't okay. And I feel like that's another way to combat a bully. You got to say something. Tell them. Make them feel that empathy. Mm -hmm. You know, like, let them know. Stop bullying me. Make them feel that shit. Yeah, match their energy. We not asking you to get out of character, but like I told my niece when somebody was picking on her, if it happens, it's only one time. But that one time is going to be the last time because they're going to know, okay, Talia ain't no joke. I'm finna leave Tal alone because she with the shit. And I had to push her to her limit. And those quiet people, them the worst ones to push to the limit, bro. I'm just letting you know. <coughs> them the matter of fact, we're the worst ones to push <laughs> to the limit. Period. I remember just being the easy target because you, first of all, probably by yourself most of the time. And you quiet to yourself. Exactly. And even at the crib, Talia is is kind of solo dolo. Mm-hmm. So it ain't like she just always want to be in somebody's face. Talia is the type of person that she attracts people. Mm-hmm. People are drawn to her. She just got that light in her. Mm-hmm. And like I told her, that's cool. That's fine and dandy because you have two types of people in this world. A friend and an associate. And the people that you get that bad vibe from, you ain't necessarily got to chunk the deuces and not mess with them, but keep them further away from you, but close enough to keep an eye on them. Right. And if you don't want to deal with them, turn the other cheek. Shit, I remember I was bullied at 21. Got the fight in college. Yeah, I was bullied in (laughs) job court, 21. Like, what the fuck? Like, it don't really stop. And I feel like a lot of times we... I told to stop being a tattletale when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And if we are uncomfortable with somebody coming up and hitting us, why can't we tell a, the person in charge? And, and that comes from people it? being lazy and I want to deal with shit. I've been telling y'all to stop all day. Well, tell them again. Get you a student aid, a teacher's aid. Separate us, move classrooms, something. Something's going to have to happen in these schools as well. And these teachers, these principals, assistant principals, if y'all don't start taking these kids seriously, man, I hate to say it, but I come up there and air that bitch out. Because I'm sick and tired of these kids dying and then come to find out they they fucking telling the teachers, they telling the administrators and y'all aren't doing anything. If you can't handle these kids, expel them. Get them the fuck up out of there. But at the end of the day, y'all students are the reason that these kids are going home and, and killing themselves. It on pisses me off. else that they have going on, because just like Nigel, he was already having trouble accepting his identity because he came out at such a young age. Exactly. He was on Zoloft. He was on a depression medicine. One of the side effects is suicide. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think he was going to, was he going to therapy? Yeah, his mama said he had dealt with therapy. He went to therapy. She was trying she to was, get him to accept himself. And it's so fucking hard. Even to this day, it's hard to be 100% in your skin if you're part of the LGBTQC community. Mm-hmm. Because so many people got shit to say and it ain't nobody business. I just feel like if I want to lick pussy, let me lick pussy. 
Yeah, true that. And if he want to suck dick, let him suck dick. It is not your mouth that the penis is going into. So why the fuck do you care unless you want it to be your damn mouth? And I feel like a lot of times people are speaking, like you said earlier when we were talking, they speaking because they're fucking curious. Mm-hmm. You want a little taste of Especially that. Especially men. Yes, they the, they the biggest jokes of them all. One joke that I'm fucking tired of hearing is motherfuckers coming to me telling me that my ex said that he made me go gay. Girl, fuck that nigga. I heard that so many motherfucking times. It's just like, how do you have the power to make somebody go gay? You don't. Ain't no turning out. It's my choice at the end of the day. Facts. It's my choice. The fuck you did? Nothing to contribute to me and my sexuality choice. Like, I discovered myself at an older age or I finally felt comfortable coming out. At an older age. At an older age. But that ha- didn't have shit to do... Yeah, I dealt with you in my past. I dealt with you. That was a mistake. That's what I did. Exactly. But you weren't the reason that I am now attracted to women. I've always been attracted to women. And I that's that go that, that's the same way for me. Like, people think, oh, as soon as they hear that I was molested by my uncle, that's why you gay? That nigga didn't have nothing to do with that because I was smacking my friends and my cousins on the ass well before he started messing with me. And a boot, a fat ass always stopped me and made me look. Exactly. Like, oh. I'm not on a nigga either. Even with my type of men that I do like, they not even like, you know, like. You like ugly dudes. I like medium ugly dudes, period. And it's just not even the fact that I like them. I don't, I mean, it's just. I like average looking dudes, should I say. I don't like nothing too extra. But women, a fat ass will make me turn my head real quick, quicker than a dude with a nice cut. It's always been that. My attraction to women has always been, and it just, I used, it, it was a secret for so long, and it was just hard. I think it, my homosexuality came from how hard my mama was against it, and before I was born. Mm-hmm. And this is real talk. She told me about a gym teacher trying to get at her in Job Corps. She was just 100% against it. And boom, you got a gay child and now you have to accept it. Because I feel like if you would have just accepted them people as who they are, I probably wouldn't even be gay. And not saying that as some gay, like being gay is something bad. You know, it's not. But God is going to put... You're the exactly. mo- the thing that you hate the most right in your face. Exactly. That's why I got a gay little cousin now. It's all in their faces. Yeah. Y'all talked about me like a motherfucking dog. And and it was so fucked up because you had the nerve to come and tell me what y'all said in the room and talked about. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear how y'all really, really feel about me. Right. And I had like an aunt call one of my cousins, boy boy, and just make fun and just come whisper and say little shits and giggles about that one person. Girl. And I'm just like, okay, how the fuck do you think I'm going to be comfortable coming out and letting y'all know? Girl, your uncle called us bull daggers. That's the type of shit that make people... Facts. Get get sad and feel like, well, maybe I don't need to be here. Maybe Ain't nobody I'm... walking around calling this motherfucker a crackhead. Okay. Stay in your place, sir. Worry about the things that you do. Worry about you and what's going up your nose or whatever else you're doing. And don't worry about nothing I got going on because that's not your place. That's not your place to say something wrong with our family because that's why we got these bulldaggers running around here. Bitch, fuck you. 
to piss in. Or a window to throw it out of. Facts. So it sounds like to me that you need to be worried about something completely different than what the fuck I'm doing, who the fuck I'm fucking and screwing. Facts. If I want to suck a dick to make to if I want to suck a dick today and lick cat tomorrow, that's on me. That's on me, baby. Like for real, like I agree, babe, a hundred percent. But like I'm saying, like we we saying basically, we feel like. We need to act out of love again. Mm-hmm. And we need to listen. We don't need to tell our kids to get out of our way. Kids, first of all, one thing that sits on my chest with children, all of us motherfuckers, none of us asked to be here. Facts. Spiritually, we chose our parents, but we did not ask to be here. We did not come to y'all, hey, make me. Put me on this earth. Right. So, you have to take that time and take care of your responsibilities. Like, listen to the, the parents who are not listening. Listen. The parents that are listening and getting their babies help, I commend you. Man, me too. And I love y'all for that. I respect y'all so much because y'all are taking the initiative to help your child discover who they really are. And I commend friends because I do have people... That I couldn't call if I really, 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 really needed somebody to talk to. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If I was really in dire need, mm-hmm. I I can call them. And they're going to stop and even just listen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know you always got me. Of course. I was more talking about outside of home. You know what I'm saying? But it just it just breaks my heart that... All of these parents are losing their children behind them being picked on. And, and they know that they're creating a nice, a safe household for their kids to live in. And then you send them to school and they come home from school and everything that you've taught them has been undone by these selfish ass little kids. Yep. I definitely agree with that. It's heartbreaking, man. It is crazy, bro. It it. And I think one thing is people aren't really sure about what exactly bullying is. And I feel like we need to teach our kids while they're young how to treat other people. Yes. Yes. Because there's verbal abuse, social bullying, physical, cyber. Mm-hmm. You have some people that assist bullies that's standing behind them laughing and gassing them up. that's bullying as well. And people who just look in the other way, say something. That's right. Yeah, say something. Speak up. Because nine times out of ten, for real, for real, that bully ain't about that life. So if you in the crowd and you got the balls to stand up for somebody else, do it. Be somebody's superhero, man. Do it. You got to be the buddy, not the bully. You got to care about how other people feel. A study published in JAMA Pediatrics showed that suicide rates for black children ages 5 to 12 are roughly two times higher than a similar age white child. 74% boys, 
and 26% girls in both races, white and black. So these little boys are going through it way, way more than little girls. White boys and black boys. All these kids matter. All little people matter. Protect our babies, man. For real. And then you got to teach your babies how to go out here and not cause a ripple for their classmate. How their classmate feeling like, I really need to go home and kill myself. And it could be something as simple as singling somebody out because of the color of their skin, the type of clothes that they wear. Right. And the Right. The causes for bullying are racial disparities, social disparities, economical disparities, and physical disparities. Do we need to break any of those down for y'all? This is why your children are being picked on, and this is why your these other folks' kids are picking on people. And I don't know what it what what is gonna take for it to stop, but it's gotta it's, it has to cease. I agree. And they need to stop making these fucking shows about suicide. Yeah, that show was very triggering for me. I ain't even watched season two. I don't even think I finished season two. But they need to stop making these shows and showing these kids what to damn do. And the stupid ass motherfuckers on YouTube going inside the kids' videos and coming on the screen and telling them how to slit their wrists the right way. Because if you're doing it the other way, you're just doing it for attention. So bullying is basically leaving someone out, calling someone names, making fun of someone, spreading harmful stories... Putting someone down, threatening someone, pushing, shoving, tripping, persuading other peers to bully, ignoring people, not allowing them in your social group, punching or kicking, following or stalking, taking, hiding, or damaging somebody else's things. It happens all the time in all age groups. It can happen to anybody. It can be personal. Mm -hmm. It can be global. It got different causes it can come from somebody with a troubled home that's doing a bullying or the person from the troubled home is getting bullied Mm -hmm. bullying ain't always shown as negative because some people use sarcasm Mm -hmm. and i feel like we can't keep ignoring this problem at all something has to be done well I know for a fact that I know for a fact that it starts in one place and it gets carried to another place. Right. So it, so if y'all would take the time to to teach y'all kids what a bully is, what bullying looks like, and how to combat bullying, a lot of this stuff would be nipped in the bud. And believe kids. When they say that they're being picked on, it don't matter if this is the, if this person donated the fucking science wing. If they telling you that that person's child is picking on them, who cares about the money? Y'all not doing nothing because it's these politicians' kids. It's these doctors. It's these lawyers' kids coming to school picking on people who are poor, who are, are, are different than them, whose clothes are different than them. And y'all can't say nothing because y'all got the, y'all's hands in their parents' pockets. Or because those kids might seem sweet and nice to you, 
don't mean that that's manipulation being, exactly you're being manipulated right in front of your eyes by a child and then you're turning your back on the person who needs the help just like how they label philip a troublemaker because he was in 15 fights due to bullying for being overweight yeah and then they was also talking and picking on his little brother calling him gay too that yeah that's why he left the office that day because he didn't want his little brother to ride home from school by himself and how what about the baby girl that well, didn't commit suicide like after school the two little girls jumped on there and they beat her up and the other little girl came up and kicked her in the back of the head and she died and she, and had she a tumor. died because she had a tumor and they didn't know about the tumor right until they until she was in the hospital from that fight. And she was saying she was fine afterwards. But her head was hurting a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the school said that it wasn't nothing but a little smacking match. They was just smacking each other back and forth. It wasn't really no heavy blows being thrown. And these babies are really being beat the fuck up. Okay, so what about the little 11-year-old boy that's right now on life support? His name is Jamari Dent. He's 11 years old. He on life support because he he tried to kill himself from after being bullied at school. Yep. And then there's another little girl exactly with the same scenario as before. The teacher left the room and I really don't know if the baby was conscious or unconscious because there's so many fucking stories. She was bullied and she was really, she was bullied and they were saying that she was unconscious in the nurse's office and they took her to the hospital and she just passed away a few days later. And they were saying, the dark-skinned one, you shared her yesterday, I think, or the day before yesterday. They trying to downplay these situations, and these kids need to be fucking charged. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I agree. They need to be held accountable for the things that they out here doing to these folks' kids. Y'all don't think that somebody telling your child that it's okay to go home and kill themselves and they go home and kill themselves you don't think that your child should be held accountable for that? That was assisted suicide. Do you really not think that your child should be held accountable for that? And then our little black babies being bullied by the white kids because they're darker. Yeah! The little South Carolina 5th grader. They trying to say she died from natural causes. This the one that I said. That's the one that was left in that classroom. That teacher left that fucking classroom and can't nobody say where the teacher was at. Yeah, and this is the one where they were saying that it was was just a little slapping match. Okay, it was another one. The the little girl got kicked in the back of the head. Yeah. Her right here. She was 13 and this little girl... Her name was Cat. Her name is Cashla Francis. That's the little girl who got kicked in the back of the head. Hell, she looked like my niece so Tamaya. Yep. Uh, yes. When I was looking at her, I was like, "Wow." She favors Tamaya a lot, especially mm-hmm. with them box braids, round chubby face. Yeah. Little chinky kind of wide eyes. Yeah. So it was two really back to back that got into a fight, and and both of them ended up dying from that. From the trauma to their head. Like these kids are killing these other kids. Where the And y'all think the shit is okay to to let these little monsters go back to fucking school. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Go to jail. If it was a little black boy at school picking on a little white boy. Not even physically, but just 
And let's just be real. He's getting in trouble. He's going to be held accountable for his actions. Yeah, when I have my kids, my baby's gonna be built up with affirmations and strength. They, they ain't going to school. I'm just our kids I'm ain't going to them it. fucking schools. I didn't say anything about school, but my kid could be at a park. That this and is they true. Could, you know, any any setting, they could be at Chuck E. Cheese. They could they be won't anywhere. They won't be in them damn public schools. They I know could that. be anywhere, and my baby will be built up and know how to protect herself. And she gonna have them hands. So run up on it if you and want to. And that's exactly what I mean about protect herself. Because I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not gonna lose my child because y'all are bullying. Everybody ain't as strong as I was and was able to... To deal with to it. To deal with it. To cope with it. Same here. I used to go home every single night and cry myself to sleep. Thinking about stuff that was said either to me or about me. That somebody else came to me and said, such and such said this, such and such said that. It was terrible. And then I had to get up the next day and fake a smile. Like y'all just wasn't sitting around me, sitting around talking about me. Mm-hmm. Tired of that, man. Shit, I was on Twitter again, girl. And this girl, um, auntie, was basically getting... New to Instagram. She was new to Instagram. So she shared her story on Twitter how her aunt basically accidentally sent her the message she was supposed to send somebody else with her post saying it's a picture of the girl. Mm-hmm. She shared it to the girl's inbox talking shit about her and was like, oh, baby, I ain't mean it. You know, like trying to recant that, but like bullying go deeper than outsiders too because family be some of the fucking biggest bullies. Yeah, that's where the majority of my bullies was, That the majority of my bullies were family members. Girl, I remember one year, about 22 of my grandma house for Easter. I've never been skinny. I've never been skinny in my life. Mm-hmm. Ever. And I guess I had a little pud, a bigger pudge or whatever was going on. But, like, this motherfucker, like, Jay, don't tell me you pregnant. And, like, I, I looked at her like, I knock all this shit over. <laughs> and when I was on live with my cousin one time and another cousin, damn, Jay, you getting big. Girl. She didn't say, hey, how you doing or nothing? I was like, damn, cousin, you getting ugly as fuck. And was whole pissed off. You mad now because I'm coming back at you. Don't come at me. Keep that same fucking energy, period. And that's my baby, period. And I'm going to stand behind my baby's 10 toes down. 20 of them motherfuckers. And I only got 10. Yeah, I heard her. But yeah, man. This is this shit ain't a joke. This is not a drill, people. Let's talk to our kids about bullying. Let's create a safe space for our babies. Give them a safe space. Don't make them... One thing also is a lot of kids are afraid of their parents. Because their parents make them you're, afraid of them. You're not supposed to be afraid of your parents. Your parents aren't supposed to be your safe space. Your safe space. Do you not understand how parents talk to their kids? Yeah, yeah. I seen a video today. This little girl shaved her head and her daddy was just cussing and they laughing at the video. Like, that shit ain't fucking okay. It's not okay. And it, it happens like it. we grew up with this shit. And we telling y'all that, that it wasn't okay then and it's not okay now. Y'all used to talk to us like motherfucking dogs in the street. And then I be low-key mad at the grandbabies because now they all get to do what they want and yada, yada, yada. But okay. thank God, you know? But, <laughs> you know, like, they, they ain't, thank God for growth. And, and they, I thank God for my parents because all, 
all the shit that I talk about happened outside of my our household. Right. I can honestly say that that safe space was created in our household. Right. The only thing that I wish that my parents did was paid a little bit more attention. My dad worked on his off days. So I wish I had more more intimate time with my parents, more time to develop, more time to learn from them Same. other than how to fucking go to work. Same. Being raised up with a single mom, always working, having to go get it. She took care of the fuck out of us. She took care of the fuck out of us. But just that intimate time, the time when we were young and really needed it, I wish we had more of it. Facts. That is very true. But I appreciate everything our parents did for us because we're awesome-ass fucking people. And that is 100% because of our parents. You ready to wrap it up? For sure. You gonna tell the people where they can find us? You can find us. You can find me. (laughs) (laughs) You can find us on Spotify, Anchor Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podcoin, Podbean. And you can also get with us on Facebook at If It's On Your Chest. It is linked to our Instagram. So whatever we post on IG automatically uploads to our Facebook page. If you don't have an IG, we can keep you in the loop on Facebook. So get at us, man. Keep getting at us. We love, love, love the interaction, man. We've been manifesting more interaction, so it's coming, and we just, we're just thankful. We give a lot of thanks for the interactions that we do get from y'all, man. We love y'all so much. Take care of yourself, mind, body, and soul. Watch these babies. Teach them. Reach them. Each one, teach one. And most <laughs> importantly, love them, man. Love on our babies. Go kiss on your baby. Go love on your baby. No, show that baby affection. All that shit. All that good stuff, man. I'm your girl, Shay. And I'm Jay. And we out, baby. Peace. All my people trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So I just say five words so lethal. Who would take a stand and be our In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's the young black guard living out his dreams. What you mean? I've been up on the ultra light beam. They don't want to see you fly, they just gonna shoot your wings. Everything, and what it seems, pushing all these dirty.